Sorry. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. One of the good things about the last days is that, well, they're the last days. One of the great things about the end of the age is that it's the end of the age. The problem is what happens between now and then. What happens between now and the end of the age? That's what we need to be concerned about, and that's what we talk about frequently here on this program, so that we indeed are preparing the way of the Lord in your life for history's final hour. Well, today we're going to take a little deviation, not from that focus itself, but to focus on a particular element or aspect that is recurring now right before our eyes. Have you ever heard of the term or the word COVID or COVID-19? Did you think perhaps that it had gone the way of all flesh, that it had died out and never to return again? Well, here it is. It's here again. Deja vu all over again. And there's another election coming, so... Are you surprised? COVID surges again, just as it did before the previous presidential election. Now, indeed, the rampage of COVID-19 across the country and its impact. Voting rules changed back then. Vote counting procedures changed. Voting periods extended until sometimes weeks after the election day and more. But now that the 2024 election is coming into view, it seems that COVID is surging again. In fact, mandates are coming back just in time for the 2024 election cycle. What impeccable timing, writes Bob Unruh in his piece. There's another election coming, so COVID surges again. A report at Just the News, noting Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk, cited new COVID restrictions are, quote, just in time for Democrats to reinforce the importance of mass mail-in ballots, unquote. They're coming back for round two, said another. Will new COVID lockdowns disrupt the 2024 election also? Lauren Boebert, a congresswoman, says, I keep hearing whispers of COVID restrictions coming back. Carrie Lake tweeted about the rumors calling them the COVID-19 election variant. And believe it or not, for instance, by way of illustration, Morris Brown College announced, quote, effectively immediately, COVID-19 protocols include a mass mandate are in effect, even though there are no confirmed COVID-19 cases on that campus. So what's going on? It seems that there are many, many, many colleges and universities, mostly secular across the country, that are mandating masks and vaccines or jabs when they have absolutely no scientific basis for doing so. Why? What is going on? Is there a fear presence of actually getting 
COVID or some variety thereof? Or is the greater fear that perhaps if we don't use this as a device to compel the population to fear, we might just not be successful in our political endeavors? Ironically, the mandates from mass to lockdowns appear to diverge from the science. In fact, a report says that researchers writing for the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, the peer-reviewed journal of the National Academy of Sciences, found no evidence in 2021 to suggest that shelter-in-place orders yielded substantial reductions in COVID-19 cases or deaths. And a John Hopkins University study conducted last year deemed lockdowns ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument. Doesn't matter what the science says, though. It's whatever the politicians say that is necessary to achieve their agendas. So today on Viewpoint, we're going to be taking a look at this. Oh, and we're going to go way, way beyond what we've just discussed here. We're going to be taking a look at the compelling force of fear. And we're also going to be taking a look at one of the most amazing consequences of the COVID jabs that perhaps you have never heard of. But when you hear of it, and when I describe to you in the last segment of the program today what this really looks like, you might have legitimate fear. In fact, more than just legitimate fear, you might be terrified of what would happen if you decide to yield to the fear that's being superimposed upon you and me and everyone again in our country to take these jabs that have yet to be proven efficacious at best, but proven horrific in their consequences at worst. So I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Myers. Conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. Another election coming, so COVID surges again. But that's not the only thing that's coming. There's the Great Reset. The World Tribune has this headline today. The Great Reset and the Triple Pandemic of 2023. They're banking on the public's fear. Wow. This isn't a game, my friends. This is the real deal. As fall approaches, major media are again warning of a triple-demic of COVID. RSV and the flu, while at the same time, Pfizer and Moderna are working on a combination of mRNA jabs for all three. Listen to this. A Google search for the keywords triple pandemic 2023 turned a staggering over 41 million articles as of mid-August. You think this might be big on the minds and hearts of the politicians and the geopoliticians and uh, the medical magicians out there, particularly the pharmaceutical folk? You better believe it. And as we saw through the COVID pandemic, news agencies are using the exact same headlines and talking points. And that's 
perhaps unequivocal evidence that the triple-demic narrative is being coordinated by a central source. So Dr. Joseph McCullough noted a number of things. He said, the biosecurity crisis needs to continue indefinitely because it's the primary justification behind the Great Reset. And there have to be a number of chicken little warnings that the sky is still falling in order for them to continue to gain control over us through fear. He said it's also important to realize that your government isn't the ultimate power. So where is this coming from? We'll explore that when we get back from this break, friends. An election coming up, yes, and the Great Reset. What's the agenda? We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. We know that the Bible tells us that fear has torment. It does. Fear torments us. Some are tormented in a more modest way. We call it anxiety or free-floating fear or free-floating anxiety. But then there are others who are just paralyzed by it, rendered almost inert, unable to function because of the fear that terrifies them. That's exactly what the folk of the globalist agenda desire for the populace in our world. They rely, they rely completely upon your and my ability to succumb to fear. Fear. And that's why they push it so hard. And that's why they need the media to be their voice to the public, to lure unsuspecting people who think the media is telling them the truth, when in fact they are part of the deceptive arm, the advance, shall we say, advanced troops of the New World Order. Dr. McCullough said, it's, almost, it's all also important to realize that your government isn't the ultimate power. It's not a government at all, but a global hidden power structure, accountable to nobody, influencing and manipulating everyone to bring about this new world order. In the years past, a cabal of power brokers were referred to under the term of the new world order. But in 2020, the World Economic Forum came out on the public stage and announced the Great Reset. And it's nothing but the New World Order rebranded. In other words, it's a euphemism that sounds sweeter, sounds nicer, sounds less ominous than New World Order or Global Order. 
But lockdowns and mandates were all part of the Great Reset. An experiment in socialism and and controlling populations. At some stage, Dr. McCullough writes, you have to realize that the more you give in and obey, the more you must give in and obey. There really is no end to what they can and will take from you. And that's why Klaus Schwab, the founder and head of the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum, said, ultimately you will own nothing and be happy about it. Are you happy yet? Are you experimenting in happiness by giving up control over freedom? And if you're willing to give up control over freedom... There is nothing left that you are not going to be willing to give up control over, even your life. And that's why the Bible makes so clear about the final confrontation, whether you want to call it the final confrontation between evil and and good, whether you want to call it the final confrontation between righteousness and unrighteousness, or the final confrontation between the followers of Christ and the Antichrist. Ultimately, it boils down to one thing. Authority. Whose authority will you submit to? Will you submit to the authority of the Creator, God, through His Son, Jesus Christ, in your life? Or will you submit to the alternative authority, the usurped authority, of a new world order through, ultimately, its representatives and its final representative called the Antichrist or counterfeit Christ or pseudo-Christ that will determine and demand that you, if in order to receive their benefits, will have to receive a certain mark. And we're not going to talk about the nature of that mark, but it is a mark In fact, if you look at the Greek root of the word there in the book of Revelation chapter 13, basically it's talking about something like a scratch uh, related to that. In other words, it could even be a tattoo. It could be uh, something etched into your skin. It could be, yes, indeed, some sort of chip. But we don't know exactly what final form it will take. All we know of is that it's going to happen. And we see how it is happening. That's no mystery. We talked about that for several years right here on the program, going all the way back to 2020 with the patent of Bill Gates. They're filed with the U.S. Patent Office to merge the control, global control of health and finances all together. Very clever guy. And uses his billions to manipulate the world, to deceive the world because he's not a Christian believer. He believes that humankind can save itself, and he's your agent. Your agent of self-salvation, and proud of it. So where do you stand? You see, when we talk about what's happening with regard to COVID and the jabs and so on, you cannot just discuss that in the abstract. You have to discuss it in the context of a much bigger picture of world history, of what's really going on in our world, including the world of real science, not pretend science. Science was not incarnated in Dr. Fauci as he contended. 
In fact, we discovered just the opposite, that what what Dr. Fauci represented was almost the exact opposite of real science. But he used it to deceive you and the American people and the world, as a matter of fact. And they're doing it all over again. As Yogi Berra said, it's deja vu all over again. So the question is, how did you respond the first time? Did you yield the first time? Are you going to yield the next time? Will there even be a next time after that? Do you see the trajectory of history here? It's like the fog coming in. As Carl Sandburg said, the fog comes in on little cat feet. In other words, it comes in silently. At first, you don't realize it's just coming in slowly and silently, and then it doesn't take very long before it becomes completely overwhelming. You call it a whiteout. How many deaths has pea soup fog caused in central California along Highway uh, 95, right through the central heartland of California, Fresno, California? I've been there. I've seen it. I lived in it. I had people who suffered from those PSIP fog chain reactions where dozens and dozens and dozens of cars are involved in a pileup. They just did not recognize the effect of the fog, the pea soup fog that would come in upon them and wipe out their ability to see straight. And that's what's happening to us, friends. It's happening to you, it's happening to me, it's happening in the name of science, it's happening in the name of uh, the CDC, it's happening in the name of uh, uh, politics, it's happening in the name of elections, it's happening in the name of globalism, it's happening under many, many different names, but the confluence of all of them is pressing upon you and me. So Dr. McCullough writes, we can no longer afford to disbelieve the lengths to which this globalist cabal can and will go to seize total control. He said the only thing that giving them power to impose their will is our fear. As long as we choose fear and demand our government keep us safe, they have every chance of winning. So the question then is, who do you trust? Is your ultimate trust in a government that has proven itself to be untrustworthy over and over and over and over again, that the moment they open their mouths, it's almost a clear signal that they're not telling you the truth, that they're dissembling at best, deceiving at worst. We're not calling for an insurrection against government. We're saying, look, let us, as followers of Jesus Christ, decide who we are going to trust in times like these. You've got to make a choice, my friend. And today is the best day to make that choice. And today is the first day of the rest of your life as well. So Dr. McCullough completes his writing here by saying, hopefully, a clear majority of people will have learned their lesson by now and won't fall for the same tricks again, even though they've upped the ante with a triple threat. 
And by now, it ought to be clear that the narrative around the need for vaccines is misleading at best. Very clear words coming from Dr. McCullough, worthy of our consideration. And it might have been worthy of the consideration of the 42-age Olympic swimmer, Britain's swimming community, mourning the loss of Olympian Helen Smart, who died suddenly yesterday, I believe it was, at the age of 42. No hint at the causation of death. And then there's the 23-year-old basketball star who also just dropped dead, Reggie Cheney, at the University of Houston. No cause of death has been announced or seen. You think you might suspect COVID, the shots, as a result or as a cause? Why is it that with all of these people that are dropping dead, not one person gets an autopsy? Not one word. It's the conspiracy of silence. They don't want you to know the truth. Yet the Bible tells us it's the truth that makes us free. So what are we going to believe? The truth or not the truth? Now, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, said two days ago that the new BA. 2.86 coronavirus may be more capable than older variants in causing infection in people who have previously had COVID-19 or have received vaccines. In other words, the vaccine won't prevent you. The vaccine may facilitate you getting a more dangerous experience. Wow. You're not going to hear that from Pfizer, and you're not going to hear that from Moderna or J&J. You're just not going to hear that from them, because they're to market. They're there to make billions. And there's no end in sight to their vision for those billions. Now, I want to make available to you uh, my book, Seduction of the Saints. Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a world of deception. Do you agree we live in a world of deception? Do you believe that the deception is getting greater and greater and greater? Have you been seduced by the deception? Have you been tempted to be seduced by the deception? And the deception is not just coming, friends, in the area of science, in the area of medicine. It's coming in the area of politics. It's coming in the area of economics. It's coming in the area era of even the promise of eternal life. Oh, yes. When you read my book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages, you're going to find the numerous, numerous, serious alternatives to Jesus Christ as Savior. And that people are hanging their hats on. They're hanging their eternal destiny on. Yes, especially those in the fields of science, because they're so massively deceived. Why? Because, as Dr. Richard Levantin said of Harvard, we just can't allow a divine foot in the door.
That's exactly what he said. We can't allow a divine foot in the door. So we've got to make ourselves God. We've got to become God in the alternative. We can't even observe nature. Not really. And that which we don't want to believe, we choose not to believe. Notwithstanding the fact that all the evidence is mitigated against them. That also was admitted by a prominent evolutionist. It's in my book, Seduction of the Saints. Here's a $20 book, yours for $15. It's, excuse me, an $18 book, yours for $15. It's on our website, saveus.org. You will not be disappointed, friends. You just won't. Seduction of the Saints. Right there on the website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Call us 1-800-SAVE-USA. 1-800-SAVE-USA. Write to us. We'll be right back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, saveus.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived, Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. Those who do not want to hear what we're talking about here today may very well categorize what is happening here as a rant, R-A-N-T. On the other hand, those who hear what is being said today, understand the gravity of it, and are willing to take heed to what is said, realizing that it's spoken passionately in order to somehow pierce through the din of our disbelieving and unbelieving times, you won't call it a rant. You'll call it persuasive evidence or rhetoric. So what you choose to call it depends on your attitude. You see, attitude determines how we respond to things. So how do you respond? How are you responding to what is being shared here today on Viewpoint? We're telling you the truth. Now, you may not want to hear the truth, but it's the truth that will make you free. If you're willing to hear it, it may actually save your life. It may actually save your skin, as you will learn in the final 15 minutes of the program today. And I hope, I hope, hope, hope that you will stay tuned and make sure you listen to the final segment of this program today. Really. As I prepared for the program here today in the last few minutes and saw the images that uh, the, the COVID, the, the jabs and so on were causing to people all over the world, it brought tears to my eyes. It was so horrible, absolutely horrible. And you, if you could see those images, would agree.
I may just try to find a way to get those images up on our website sometime next week. The world needs to see it. Sometimes, as they say, a picture is worth a thousand words. We try to create word pictures right here on the program. Sometimes they're insufficient. Today, in the final segment of the program, we'll try to create the necessary word pictures to describe the horrific nature of what people all over the world are experiencing that you have never heard of through the media. You will not hear about it from your doctor. You'll not hear about it from your hospital. And you won't probably hear about it from your pastor either because many of those pastors have been complicit in getting through fear, urging their parishioners to trust an untrustworthy jab. It's, it's shocking, but it's the way it is. Again, the book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. It's on our website, saveus.org. You can write to us at Save America Ministries, the Oak Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. That book alone may save your life. In many ways. No, it's not a substitute for Christ and his salvation. It helps us to understand what it means to hang on to that salvation, notwithstanding all the deception that is pulling you away. How to stay pure in a world of deception, seduction of the saints. All right. Now, there is, um, it's pretty unbelievable that we still need to have this discussion here in August of 2023, yet so many Christians, writes Leo Holman, and even well-known Christian leaders have refused to repent for their support of the deadly genetic vaccines. And so he named some of them. He said there are some pretty, some pretty big names out there that need to repent. Franklin Graham, Robert Jeffress, Pope Francis, they, many others have claimed to be pro-life while pushing the death shots. And it's not just the COVID shots. Many other vaccines including the RSV shot and some of the flu shots, are now being converted over to the synthetic modified mRNA technology that has been killing people of all ages since being introduced to the public in January of 2021. And this is what Dr. Robert Malone warned and warned and warned against. He was the founder, the creator of this particular mRNA device, And he sacrificed his entire professional reputation to go before the world and warn the world to stop getting these jabs. He said it's far too dangerous and you have no idea what the echoing consequences are going to be. It's not just what happens the next 10 days or 30 days. It's what might happen in five years. And the consequences will continue to echo through your body, which is supposedly the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, now, journalist Dr. Naomi Wolf, who is a liberal, by the way, 
said babies are now dying as a result. She said doctors who told the truth about the vaccines to women who were pregnant or trying to get pregnant were punished financially. A.B. Kelly, program director of Wolf's Daily Clout Pfizer Documents Analysis Project, called the information from the batch of Pfizer clinical documents, which included a, quote, pregnancy and lactation cumulative review, unquote, among the most horrifying to be publicly released. The Pfizer document revealed that in its clinical trials, adverse events occurred in over 54% of cases of maternal exposure to the vaccine through intercourse, inhalation, and skin contact. 53 women, 21% in its trials suffered spontaneous abortions. Did you hear that? Those were Pfizer's documents. I'll bet your doctor never told you about that. And you sure didn't learn about it from Joe Biden or for any of his henchmen or Dr. Fauci. Dr. Wolf said these are definitely unborn babies being killed since they involve the death of second and third trimester children, which even many abortion advocates consider to be persons. Dr. Wolf noted that despite knowledge of these dire fetal and infant harms, including death, caused by the mRNA COVID injections, both Pfizer and the FDA began an aggressive campaign to get women vaccinated anyway. In other words, they were ruthless. She explained, Pfizer sent this report to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on April 10th, 2021, meaning that the CDC had knowledge that the mRNA jab caused the deaths of these unborn babies. So what did they do? Three days later, then-CDC Director Rochelle Walensky gave a press conference from the White House stating that pregnant women should take the mRNA vaccine and that it was safe and effective. What an absolute crock of deception, my friends. In fact, as Wolf noted, Walensky declared that there was no bad time to take it, including before, during, and after pregnancy. So these are absolute criminals, says the writer of this article, Leo Homan. Absolute criminals who have taken over the treatment, the care, and the, of the most vulnerable population, pregnant women. And by the way, the young, healthy athletes continue to drop dead, as we've already noted here today. The last couple of days alone, the 23-year-old Houston basketball standout died suddenly, unexpectedly. Two more athletes died suddenly on Sunday at a triathlete competition in Ireland. And it goes on every, every single day and week. And nobody wants to talk about it. No autopsies, no expressions of causation. They are hiding it purposely. That's called deception, friends. Do you remember what Jesus said to his disciples two days before his crucifixion there on the Mount of Olives? They asked him what would be the sign of his coming and the end of the age, and he said, take heed that no man deceive you. Now, he wasn't even talking about COVID and COVID shots. He was talking about the spirit of deception. He was talking about deception of every type 
that would do everything it could to gain dominion and control over the minds and hearts of humankind, to direct them and deceive them away from the kingdom of God and from trusting, trusting God. Take heed that no man deceive you. Now you can well understand why I wrote the book, Seduction of the Saints, Staying Pure in a World of Deception. Friends, you have no idea the vast way in which deception is taking hold in our society. You think you do because you hear this, that, or the other. You know what you think you know, but there's a vast area that you don't know and never thought of that's being used behind the scenes to deceive. And it's taking hold of men, women, and young people in our churches and even our pastors in the pulpits. Just yesterday evening, I was doing some research concerning one particular denomination I'm not going to mention right here. We'll do a whole program concerning it. You may not even that be that familiar with this denomination, but it was a very trusted denomination. Clear, unadulterated beliefs about life and salvation and so on that has become woke, deceived. It's happening everywhere, and people are trusting it. So, just-in-time cases of the new COVID variant spiking as another round of vaccines is introduced. They keep talking about ERIS, E-R-I-S. Those who have made massive bank or money off of the COVID need to keep it alive as they prepare to ship off the next round of COVID vaccines next month. For those who have lost count, we're up to maybe six or seven shots now. But the new, new injections really have nothing whatsoever to do with Eris. That's just, those are just the headlines. It's all about causing you to succumb to fear. Will you? Be right back, friends. Wait to hear what's ahead. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Today I received a report, a very troubling report, and it reported something that I had never heard of before regarding the issue of COVID and the alleged vaccines. It's called the Stevens-Johnson syndrome. Write that down. The Stevens-Johnson 
syndrome. Now, that doesn't sound like much in words, but in pictures, you would be horror-stricken. And I do mean that. I'm not using the language lightly. After the Pfizer and Moderna jabs, there was a 700% increase in the incidence of what is called the Stevens-Johnson syndrome that is 25% fatal. Now, what's horrible about this is not just the fatality aspect. It's the living death. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen pictures of an individual with leprosy? You look at their hands, you look at their faces, you look at their nose and so on. It gets eaten away. Have you noticed that? And the Bible warned about leprosy. It was like sin. The Bible likens leprosy to sin. And those with leprosy were to be placed outside the camp. And if anybody ever came close to them, they were to cry out, unclean, unclean. If you were to get close to some of these individuals whose pictures I am looking at right now, you would want to cry out, unclean, unclean. On the other hand, you would have a broken heart for what you would see, the transition from who they were before the COVID jab and afterward. Oh, my goodness. You cannot imagine the grossness of what happened to these people. A kind of neuropathy that completely destroyed their skin. I don't know how, with words, to cause you to imagine the gravity of what these people went through. It's like getting massive burns all over your body. A 50-year-old singer and composer, Frank Aguilar, was married to 31-year-old Caroline Aguilar, who revealed on social media on her birthday that she had Stevens-Johnson syndrome that burns the body. She was hospitalized in ICU for 10 days and almost died from it. It burns the body. And when you see the pictures of her before and after, it's almost hard to believe that a jab would cause that. And then there's 22-year-old Charis Chambers. She developed Stevens-Johnson syndrome after her COVID-19 vaccine, and she now suffers from neuropathy. It's changed her life dramatically. She said, I would have to go through something that that is so traumatic. If that makes sense, I'm grateful that I don't need a breathing tube down my throat. I'm so grateful for that to this day. But I do have scars, and I do have some scar tissue, but I'm not sure that I'm trying to search this, and I'm not, I'm new, like I said, I, I don't know anything, so I greatly appreciate anything because I'm trying to put pieces together, and it's not making sense. I'm young. I'm healthy. I got this COVID vaccine. The first shot, and a week later, 
have been dealing with terribly bad migraines, and now this, like it's making sense, it's like a, a massive allergic reaction. I got hands and feet and mouth, so on top I had hands and feet and mouth. I, I don't work with little kids. I, I can't because I'm so horribly ugly. And then there's Julie Mitchell Peel, a photographer, and her daughter, Leah, was diagnosed with Stevens-Johnson syndrome. She lost 74% of her skin and was intubated, but fortunately recovered at least life. So what is this Stevens-Johnson syndrome? It's an acute hypersensitivity reaction that causes extensive necrosis of the mucous membrane and skin. Now, I want you to think about what necrosis means. It means, basically, the deterioration and eating up of the flesh, just to put it in natural terms that we can understand. The death of the cells, widespread eating up of the flesh. It dies. And think about the mucous membranes. Where are the mucous membranes? Well, your lips. How about your lips? And then inside your nose and under your eyes, and then various places in your skin, your private areas, and then massively spreading over your entire body, your arms, your face, your legs, your back, your everything. Some call it 10, toxic epidermal necrolysis. According to earlier studies, the prevalence of this Stevens-Johnson syndrome is fewer than one to two cases per million per year. But the mortality rate is approximately 25 to 30 percent. But now, uh, it's not that way anymore. These cases are coming up all over the world. In Saudi Arabia... They had their first case, October 2021, a middle-aged female in Saudi Arabia. She developed lesions five days after the second Pfizer dose, nothing after the first. In South Korea, another case, a 20-year-old South Korean woman had her third Pfizer shot and then developed fever and skin lesions. No issues with dose one or two. It was dose three that got her. She's been on steroids, IV steroids, for five weeks. And then Croatian doctors also noticed the same thing. And then in the Minnesota, a 46-year-old Ethiopian woman who had her first Moderna mRNA she presented in ER three days later with skin and mucal lesions. I'm looking right now at her pictures. You would not believe what her lips look like. Oh, it would gross you out. I'm not making fun of these people. My heart goes out to them. In Australia, doctors in a burn unit are talking about a seven-fold increase in this Johnson uh, Stephen Johnson syndrome since the start of COVID-19 jabs. Eight patients, all mRNA vaxxed, three were double vaxxed, four were triple, one was quadruple jabbed, eight of them, all with this horrific 
I'm looking right now at a picture of a person's back. You would never believe that it was real skin. It is so horrific. It seems that these jabs, which are still experimental, my friend, the spike protein seems to be the prime immune system culprit. AstraZeneca did the same thing. I'm looking at the picture of another person in Brazil, a 40-year-old black woman. Two days after the jab, her entire back erupted. I thought I knew what allergic reactions look like. But I've, and I've not seen anything like this. So what's the clinical picture? The mortality rate of Stephen Johnson uh, 10 can be up to 25 to 30%. It starts with a fever, a cough, lymph nodes. Rash first appears on the mouth, like lip sores, neck and arms. Can spread over the whole body with blisters and crusting. Skin may actually become detached. May involve mucosa, esophagus, vagina, rectum, and the eyes. Risk of blindness. Disfiguring scars may develop. And if you look at these pictures, friends, you would wonder if anybody came away without massive scarring. That's how severe it is. And you can get this reaction with any, any mRNA dose, even if you had no reaction to previous doses. That's the report. I may sound like I'm speaking strongly right now, but there are tears in my eyes. Friends, this is just the beginning of the horrific consequences. Perhaps the most horrific consequences are yet to come. And I'm not even talking about physical consequences. I'm talking about spiritual consequences of people who are so driven by fear and are willing to trust anything or anybody other than God. And they're willing to indulge in just about anything because they are so petrified that they might catch the virus. Well, guess what, friends? These viruses, you can call them COVID-19, you can call them whatever you want. But in reality, all they are is another form of flu. That's what they are. Now, they might be a hyperventilated form of flu, but they're still a form of flu. And flu also kills people. In fact, hundreds of thousands of Americans every year are killed by the flu. Somewhere between 400 and 600,000 a year. You probably didn't even know that. They aren't going to tell you that. Why? Because they can't use the regular flu to convince you to get the jabs. They try, but they can't. So now they have to conjure up a more virile form 
one that they can use to drive fear deep into the membranes of your heart, your spirit, the spirit of your pastor, your parachurch leader, your family, and so on, to get them to come on board to drive the fear quotient even deeper into your spirit, to get you to conform. I'm sorry, my friend, to have to put it so bluntly. How much fear do you have to be put under in order to succumb to just about any demand that government or medicine or anyone else would put upon you? You see, that's exactly Satan's ultimate tool. That's how he's going to drive the mark of the beast into almost every man, woman, and child, including the majority of professing Christians, I fear, because they're not prepared. They're just not prepared to stand. They don't really know how to trust God. They think they trust God, but they don't because they're not tested. And they're failing the test that they could take and do take, just like the COVID test. You may not like what you're hearing, and I understand that. But somewhere along the pathway, friends, we're going to have to realize you either stay on the straight and narrow and trust God, or you don't. And we better make that choice now before it gets more difficult. Again, get a copy of the book, Seduction of the Saints. How to stay pure in a world of deception. $15 will put this $18 book in your hands on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org, call us 1-800-SAVE-USA. 1-800-SAVE-USA or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Write a check. At $5 for postage and handling, God willing, we'll be back with you next week. Trust in the Lord, friends, with all. Do not leave on your own understanding. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.